handle the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live again, back with another episode. And unfortunately, uh, we have lost a platform already. Uh, two episodes in, we are no longer on Twitch. They have since noticed us this noticed us this afternoon. That they, don't they, they like porn stars on Twitch? Yeah. Don't oh, they yeah. Have- oh yeah. Oh yeah. They removed us. From That's Twitter. not dangerous misinformation. No. Was it was it the Hunter Biden conversation we had? Oh, no, it was for off off platform uh, interactions. We were promoting. So for whatever reason, they're still pushing this bleach narrative, saying that the world that, that we were telling the world that you can cure yourself by drinking bleach from the China virus. And for sure, also, for sure. We said that, and Which we also have, were saying since noticed us this, noticed us this afternoon. We uh, that, don't they, they like porn stars on Twitch? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Uh, hot mess over here. I apologize. We're still learning this live setup. It's the third episode, James. Get it together. I, I got to get it together. I'm, I'm a hot mess. Uh, yes, we're no longer on Twitch. They took us off. I appealed. I, I I don't have any any hope for that. But today we have a very special guest. We're really oh, yes. excited to bring this guy on. Uh, we talk about on this show about gold and silver all the time, about how corrupt the Fed is, how it's not even a government entity. It's a private company. And we have an expert in the field. And we're really excited to bring him on. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Let's see where he is. Here he is. Hey, guys. Oh, it's man. awesome to be Dr. with you. It's Thank awesome you so much for coming on. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. thanks for coming. Super excited to have you on. It's, uh, it's something that we've really been looking forward to because mm-hmm. you see the for state sure. of our country and everything that's going on. And, you know, there's so many people that are concerned with their finances and they they really don't know what to do. They live in a state of fear constantly. So before we get into that, I know we don't have a ton of time with you. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you're doing. So been a wealth manager for 27 years. Um, you know, back, back in the day, I started off in, you know, 1996, just being a traditional stockbroker, but normal stockbrokers, they can't sell what they is generally best for the clients, right? They have, a law called selling away a rule. And so you can't do anything that their compliance officers don't agree with, you know? So, so way back then, you know, I was, I was recommending some people go into gold and silver, just recommending it, not making any money on it. And they said, Hey, you got to cease and desist. You can't do that. You're selling away. It's like, (laughs) you don't know what selling away means. It's like, I'm not selling anything. I'm just doing what's best for the client. So I left, you know, uh, because they're they're not my provider, right? When when you you always do the right thing. God is your provider, right? Because you, when you take care of clients and you believe in the philosophy that we I believe in, my whole firm believes in people over profit. If you focus on people, the profit will come. If you ever focus on profit, people will leave, right? So so I left. I love that. And and went into the the precious metals world way back in about two thousand and two. Um, and when I got there, it was to to this firm. It was a very large national firm. It was horrible because they, they slap a phone book down on your desk and say, here's your leads, right? It's like, oh, so, so 250 phone calls a day for the first three years. It's like, ah, this is the worst. So then I'm seeing people like Jim Cramer on, on TV, just shouting from the rooftop, spewing off nonsense. And people are listening to him because he's on TV. So I thought, how can I get on TV, right? Um, I've got great ideas. I want to get on TV. So it's like nobody on TV actually has a PhD that's not an academic nerd egghead that's boring right <laughs> talking about policy or something so i earned a phd in monetary economics i de- developed a new methodology for measuring inflation for central banks because the way that they do it is broken it's not even real it's just fabricated nonsense 
So that took me like seven years, but because I'm a glutton for punishment, I thought if one is good, two might be better. So I got a second PhD in theology, right? Um, wouldn't recommend PhD, you, even my worst enemies, right? It's like, oh, that was a lot. But, uh, but anyways, we got it. And then the floodgates just started open. I started doing interviews on TV, on Huckabee show. I mean, it just was, it was just expansive. And then during the uh, election of, well, then after that firm started doing shady just stuff, you know, promoting um, high commission, semi-numismatic rare coins, right? Unsuitable for, for clients. I like cheap, low-cost bullion. Key is maximize the number of ounces you get. That's the key mm -hmm. to wealth, right? So ended up leaving that firm, started my own, um, and it's just been explosive growth ever since. So during the election, the, the Biden-Trump one, um, when all of the people like you getting deplatformed for speaking the truth, yep. that how can how can we help these amazing patriot voices stand the air? And so we started sponsoring all these shows and doing a, a revenue share to keep their voices out there. And so now it's just explosive growth on TV nonstop, and um, we're helping people one family at a time, getting out of harm's way, melting away that financial anxiety that's paralyzing people into inaction right now because it is a scary place. The world is getting weirder every single day, but you don't have to, you don't have to live in fear. We weren't created to operate in fear. We were created with wisdom and a sound mind and with discernment. When you understand the trends, we can be in the right place at the right time. That will put a smile on your face, even though our freedoms are eroding all around us. And in a nutshell, that's my story. We have a big firm. We're out of Denver, Colorado, um, offices, employees in about you specialize in just precious metals, gold and silver or anything else? Well, we can do stocks, but I won't because they're toxic right now. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything, right? I mean, every investment that we have is either going to go up or go down because of policies that come out of, out of D.C. So, for, for example, during the Trump years and during the Reagan years, the stock market was booming. But why? Because they had they had policies that promoted growth, lowering taxes which increased our bottom line. And as Americans, we do one thing better than anyone on the planet. We spend money, right? So if you increase our bottom line, we're going to spend it. That causes corporate revenue growth and stocks to go up. They decreased interest rates, which decreased the cost of borrowing. So we could spend more, right? And they, they created jobs. Rather than what we have now, fast forward to today under Brandon Nomics, right? It's like, so you've got, yeah, let's go. Brandon Nomics. Let's go, Brandon. So Brandonomics, we've got rising interest rates to slow down the inflation that they started. I mean, they can't stop the inflation. So, and then they've got rising taxes and we've got rising interest rates. And so, and we've got geopolitical conflict. Everything is opposite. It was, so you're going to have an opposite outcome, which means stocks and bonds are going to come down. Gold and silver will thrive under those exact conditions. So did, did all of you watch the Super Bowl by chance? Uh, I watched mm. a little bit of it. A little not. bit of it. So I was watching it. There was a Jurassic Park commercial, and it reminded me of, of what the Fed is doing with inflation, right? So Jurassic Park, they, they created these dinosaurs on this island. It was meant for fun. You know, the, it was their design, right? Then things went haywire. The dinosaurs escaped and started eating everybody. See, inflation is a creature of the Federal Reserve design. Now it's gotten out of control, and they can't kill it. They, they, they can't stop it at this point. 
because the only way that they can stop it is to stop stimulus money, which they're not going to do because it's the only thing keeping the economy afloat right now under this administration. Or they have to jack up interest rates sky high to equal the inflation rate. Unofficially, inflation right now is at 24 percent. That's the true wow. inflation rate, which means they would have to jack up interest rates to 24 percent to stop it. They won't do that. Politicians don't have the guts to do what needs to be done to slow down. So therefore, we're stuck with inflation and that's going to hurt Americans um, for a long time. It's it's only going to get worse from here. I mean, I don't see anything letting up. You you can't even with just regular goods. It's getting uh, affected everywhere. And the average American, I don't know how they're going to survive. Everybody was living paycheck to paycheck as it was. And many are already lost their businesses, lost their jobs. And they haven't gone back or been able to go back because there's no jobs to get. So uh, if the Fed jacks the rates up, right, like how they would typically control inflation to shrink the money supply and they make money more expensive, but the cost of goods and everything is so out of control and then the people can't get access to the mon enough money to pay for the goods, is that what would lead to just the accelerated collapse of the whole system? Yeah, it, it would. See, a lot of your viewers will, will remember the early 80s, um, had high inflation, recession in the late 70s, oil crisis under the Carter years. How did Reagan slow it down? He jacked up interest rates to 18%. If you were to get a 30-year mortgage in 1983, it was 18%. A lot of people don't remember that. But that's why. Because inflation at the time was 18%. They had to match it to slow down, and it worked. So fast forward to today, inflation's unofficially at 24%. If they even want to try to slow it down, they have to get to 24%. So what the Fed has announced is they're going to do six to seven rate increases this year, 25 basis points each, which is a quarter of a percent. So, But, but JP Morgan Chase, chief economist, says, now nah, they're going to do like nine to 10. They have to. They have to slow down this inflation. That, that equals two and a half percent. They're not even close to 24. So what they're going to do, even raising rates that little amount is going to kill the bond market. It's going to kill stocks because like what you just said, people are living at the margin. They, they don't have enough money. So when you raise the cost of borrowing, all their debt, credit card payments, car payments, home equity lines, everything goes up and they don't have enough money anyways. So they're going to slow down their spending. It's going to create a worse recession slash depression, but it's going to be an inflationary one because they see they still haven't raised rates enough to slow down inflation. So therefore, they're going to kill the economy, but we're still going to have rising prices. It's the worst of all possible scenarios. Thank you, Brandon, for that special gift to America, because it's going to really, really hurt American families. So I think what a lot of Americans think they should do then is hoard their cash. And that's a huge mistake, correct? Yeah, because what do you what kind of return do you yeah. get on your cash? You Nothing. get zero percent. Negative. Negative. If, if inflation's twenty-four percent and you're getting zero, you're actually losing twenty-four percent a year. The only way to overcome that is to invest in things because things go up with inflation, right? I don't care if it's gas. I just saw um, gas in San Diego had the first ten dollar at the pump gas. Wow. It was seven, like two weeks Congratulations. ago. Congratulations. Yeah, I heard, I, I just heard somebody, one of, one of uh, a Patriot speaker that I know is out there at a conference, saw 10 bucks, $10. So now I'm sure it's near the airport and they gouge people anyways, but $10, give me a freaking break. That's a lot. So, so you've got, you've got car prices that are up like 40%. Yeah. You've got wheat cars. 
Yeah, if you can even find one. I mean, the the it's like empty store storeroom. <laughs> empty, right? You've the craziest got, thing I've ever seen. You've got wheat because of Russia and Ukraine, which tripled in one day. You've got the price of oil, which is up over $130. I mean, you've got all this inflation. Don't tell me that in, uh, uh, inflation 7.9% when we're just seeing everything that we're seeing is up like 50 to 300%. See, mm -hmm. they fabricate the numbers. They uh, Since 1996 in the Clinton administration, they arbitrarily adjust inflation rates down because government entitlements and payments that are tied, cost of living increases tied to the official rate of inflation. Clinton said, hey, we, we got this is the Boskin Commission that he said, we got to figure out a way to understate inflation so we don't have to pay people on fixed income anymore. And we can save the government money. Yay, party of the people. Right. It's like, give me a break. So so and that's the administration that shipped everything to China, too. Yeah. So the way that they did it is substitution. Let's say, you know, because inflation is is, is is basically cost of, of a certain basket of goods. That's a consumer price index. There's 30 goods in that basket. Let's say one of them was steak. Steak went up 30%. And they said, ooh, that's too much. We got to get to figure out why to make this one come down. So they exchange it for hamburger. The price of hamburger is maybe 40% less than steak. So rather than steak going up 30%, they say the price of steak came down 40% because they substitute it for something else. Mm -hmm. It's mind-numbingly bogus. So this is why the true inflation rate today, whenever you see the consumer price index, I'll give everybody a formula. Multiply it times 2.8. That will give you the true inflation rate. Wow. Why is that? So, yeah. Why is that 2.8? Is this what you developed? That's what I developed in my methodology, my dissertation. Um, Basically, it's it's the algorithm I developed, but I'm not the only one that's come up with a similar number. Dr. John Williams of Shadow Stats has a very similar number, different methodology, but comes up with about the same number. It's like I think we're on to something yeah. here, right? Mm -hmm. So so yeah, multiply it times 2.8, that'll get you the, the true inflation number. If why this is important, if your investment is not gaining at least 24% a year, you're falling behind every year due to inflationary pressures. This is a problem. That's true. It's a problem. Wow. Big time. What is? And unless what you're Nancy Pelosi, you're not getting those gains. <laughs> <laughs> That's or, true. <laughs> or the mafia or something else. I mean, seriously. I mean, aren't they the same thing? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much are. Yes. Yeah. You know, you look at all these big wigs, every single billionaire is selling shares of their own stocks. Why? So how are you how are you adding value to people now? Because people over profit. What is the value you're adding to the people through gold and silver or precious metals? So when so most. OK, so the way that our firm operates, we're, we're completely different than most other firms. So mm -hmm. most firms, whether it's a stockbroker, real estate agent, right, they're transactionally based. You will make a commission when you buy and when you sell and then they forget about you in between. That's just the norm, you know. It, it's not a knock. It's just their business model. And I don't like it. So so what we do is when you liquidate, when you lock in your profits, we charge nothing. Zero. See, this is a big deal, because let's say the average in the industry is about five point six percent liquidation commission. If you had one hundred thousand dollars you invested and it grows to two hundred thousand, it's not fifty six hundred dollar commission on the back end. And now it's eleven thousand two hundred because it's five point six percent on something that's doubled. Well, what if it triples? What if it quadruples? Major problem. So then um, there's a commission when you purchase, which is which uh, for us is 8%. The, 
the industry average is four to 25%, right? So we're just on the, on the mid to low, but we charge nothing when you liquidate. I love complete transparency, accountability. And when, when we expect something to grow, not having a commission on the back end is massive. But here's the thing. Those are the bookends. Those are like the necessary evil. You have to buy to get into a trend. You have to sell to get out of one. But life happens in between those bookends. This is where we thrive on that relationship. And this is where we're people over profit because we want to hold people's hands throughout this, this whole economy. Because everybody that calls, I shouldn't say everybody, that's an exaggeration. 99% of everyone that calls <laughs> is gripped and crippled by fear. They're paralyzed by it. And fear causes inaction. If you don't act in this economy when it's changing, you will sink with the ship. So what we do is we hold their hand through it. We'll let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, do whatever needs to be done. We also send out weekly videos to our clients, letting them know this is what we're seeing politically, economically, what you should be careful of, what you should be joyful about. Because that, even though it doesn't require an action, it will start to melt away any kind of financial anxiety because people start to understand why they're doing what they're doing. It's not just enough to be in the right place at the right time. But if you understand why, man, that education, that, that ongoing handholding will melt away any financial anxiety. So when you put your head down on the pillow at night, you're thinking, oh man, did I do too much? Did I do too little? No, do just right. That's where we want people's minds to be. So when you've got that plus right place at the right time, then people have won. And that's, that's how our firm operates. And, and that's how we always have. See, because moving forward, um, the economy is going to get worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. We're, I think economically, we're probably going into a dark winter, but we're also going into one um, with a loss of our freedoms, too. So just this last weekend, um, bombshell story out of um, Abu Dhabi, you know, United Arab Emirates. So Pippa Malmgren, do you, do you all know who she is? You ever heard of her? I don't know. OK, so she's a globalist elitist, um, not not on our side. Right. But she's a very influential economist. She she advised George W. Bush. Her dad, also pedigree of her, her dad advised Richard Nixon. And to, to give you um, a kind of a picture of who she is, the last year she's been talking about the upside of COVID. <laughs> well, who, who, who would ever think there's an upside to COVID except for a globalist? Right. Where they wanted to see how soon and how quick America would give up their freedoms in exchange for perceived safety, right? I mean, this is, this is why there's an upside to the globalists with COVID. But so this is what she's talking about. What did she say? So she basically was talking about how, okay, this is, this is a little bit crazy, but she, she was speaking at-, uh, at you, the won't, you won't make us feel crazy. We've been pretty crazy on this show. <laughs> okay. So she's talking about the World Government Summit, and she says a new financial world order is about to shift in a dramatic new direction. Oh, this is going to shift in two to three years or down the road. She said it's about to shift a new financial world order. Well, listen to what she said. I'm going to quote her directly. Okay. So what she said, we're on the brink of a dramatic change where we all are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting to, and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity on, over what's going on. Okay, 
dissect those words. Far greater clarity and a record of every single transaction. See, yep. everyone's going to have a social, digital social profile. You yep. are going to have, when they track everything that you buy and everything that you sell, you're going to have a socially digital score, right? So imagine this. Okay, James, let's say that you go to the local gun shop and you want to buy a hunting rifle and a, and a sidearm for protection, right? And then you buy some ammunition. They're tracking all of that underneath the system because what she goes on to say is that currency money is going to be programmable. Programmable money. What does that mean? What does programmable money mean? Well, here's, here's what it means. It means that central banks will have complete control over your money and will be able to program it so that you can only be spent on certain things or in certain places. So you go to this gun store, they say, hey, he, he's not for global peace. We're going to block him from ever purchasing anything in those kind of stores. Or let's say it was like during um, Obamacare, right? When the insurance companies are going crazy because premiums are going through the roof. And let's say that they found out that you go to Taco Bell every single day. And they say, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. We're going to stop it so you can't go to fast food anymore. Or let's say you drive a really cool <laughs> Ram 1500 TRX with 750 horsepower, and it only gets nine miles per gallon. And they're going to say, you spend too much money on gas. We're not going to allow you to spend money on gas anymore. See, what does this mean? When they can control what you buy, what you sell, this has eerie eerie parallels this to is what, what crypto yeah this is this is see cryptocurrencies like bitcoin are decentralized blockchain this is centralized at the central bank level so what it what it is is it's a central bank um digital currency cbdc right yeah. we should just this not even use is. that this is what this is so wrap it wrap it down a little bit further right so what if they don't like your politics? What if they don't like your religion? What if they don't like who you give to or who you support? See, this is dangerous for people's economic freedom, right? So how do you protect yourself from that? By getting out of the system. Mm -hmm. Gold and silver will help that. It's not only just a great investment where silver is up almost 17% year to date. It's only April. I mean, that's an incredible investment, right? 17%. Great return because of everything that's happening globally. But now... When you get out of the system, it's a private transaction. It's not a digit. It's not electronic. It's a thing. Things go up with inflation and you're out of the system. This is how you can protect yourself somewhat and inoculate yourself against this global juggernaut that's, that's of a great reset that's not a great reset. It's a horrible reset. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab's of this world, what do they want when they say great reset? They want 100% people control. They want the people of the world to be serfs to the system. They want them to be subservient to them, strip away their all of their freedoms so that they can be the big boss, right, of our lives. Well, this owning gold and silver is, is one way of getting out of that system, right, because it's private. You could use it for barter if you need to in a worst-case scenario, but but like that. God's exactly funny. like that, right? A little, little, a little silver ounce from with Don with Donald Trump's face on it with the White House sent yeah, to I've been, me. I've been, I've been stocking silver away for the last couple of months. I mean, it's brilliant yeah. it, it, because because in a worst case scenario, and let's hope and pray that we don't get to this point. But but you know what? Think that we will because she just telegraphed what they are thinking and what they are doing, 
And she didn't say that this is way down the road. She said, this is almost here. Yep. Right. So, so what we need to do as, as freedom loving people is protect ourselves against that. So not only people that have retirements, IRAs, old 401ks, brokerage accounts that you should gobble up physical silver. I'm not talking about paper, no ETFs, no mining shares, no mutual funds, actual physical silver, because it's real. Even Elon Musk a week ago was asked, how do you protect yourself against inflation? And the guy's a brilliant business guy, right? You don't have to agree with his politics or he wants to put chips in everybody's heads, but he's a good business guy. He said, how you do it? You invest into things because things go up with inflation, whether the thing is cereal or groceries or cars or gas or oil or gold or silver, they go up. So when you invest in something that's going up with the inflation, you've protected yourself against the inflationary pressures. See, the Fed can't stop inflation at this point because they're not willing. They don't have the guts to kill the economy overnight by raising rates to 24%. So therefore, they're just going to keep kicking the can down the road for the next person to try to fix. And we we almost enter, or we, maybe we will enter, more Venezuela-style inflation growth where we lose our, our status well, as a viable currency because of the inflationary pressures. And the first nail in that coffin just happened last week when India and Russia decided to do a bilateral trade agreement, get rid of the petrodollar. See, the petrodollar is the only reason why we have demand for our currency anyways. There's built-in demand for it when all oil settlements are, are settled in dollars. Well, they got rid of that. So there's going to be country after country after country that follows suit. Now, if we have no built-in demand and we have no capital inflows coming in, what are we going to do? They're going to, they're, the government's going to go to the Fed and say, print more money. We have to fund build back better plans and, and, and raise the debt ceiling and all these infrastructure bills and pay people to stay home and everything else that's happening, that's expensive. So they're going to print money to do that. And that's going to accelerate the inflationary pressures, which James, this is why when you said that we haven't seen the, the end of it yet, no, we haven't even hardly seen the beginning of the inflationary pressures. It is going to get substantially worse as the dollar loses demand and diminishes on a global scale. Well, what does it take to finally break? In your, in your opinion? Um, when people, mommies and daddies can't afford to feed their babies anymore and they realize they've been duped. See, uh, you can lie for a Our small amount of time, right? And, and, you, and you can be duped. I can be lied to, you can be lied to, and you believe it for a bit. But in time, lies are always exposed. The lie of the central banking system is, is coming to an end. The era of central banking, fiat-based money creation is coming to an end. And I think we're just at that point of critical mass. So what, what's going to happen is when we have so much inflation that people are going to be forced with the, with the question of, should I feed my family or pay my rent, right? They yep. can't do both, right? When we get to that point, people realize it's over. We need a change. And then you, you start to see change. People start waking up. People are starting to wake up now. That, that's and, happening already. I mean, people have been is, paycheck to paycheck before the china virus and then all of a sudden they got taken everything taken away from them unemployment has been taken away from a lot of them and they're like all right well what am i supposed to do my job is gone it's been shipped out overseas like what am i supposed to do and they're, they're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place and they don't even know what their next move is and even if they wanted to get involved in gold and silver and get out of the get get out of the system they can't because they they can't even put food on their table it's, so what, what would be the best first step for the ordinary American to take? So they need to, so 
you need to start investing in silver. It's the safest asset in the world right now. And it's actually got the highest growth too. Normally, if you want to high growth, you have to settle for high risk. If you want low risk, you settle for low growth. It's not what we have right now. It's a unique time in history where you can have low risk and high return with silver. So I would say people call me. Literally, we can help them get out of harm's way. So, you know, you, you've got a, we, we built a, a form for that for you um, and all of your viewers mm -hmm. that they can just fill out. Call my office and, and we'll ask you some questions. Like, what was it that the guys on We The People Radio and, and Dr. Kirk were talking about that made you want to reach out? What do you have to protect? What are you scared about, right? And we'll figure that out and we'll help them achieve those dreams. Build a strategy to get out of the path of the hurricane. Can I buy silver from you or from your yeah. company? No, you okay. can buy, yeah, you can buy it from me. So, so if you have funds in an IRA, we can do a simple IRA rollover going to physical metals. If you have funds outside cool. of an IRA, just like in a cash brokerage account, checking account, whatever, you just wire the funds over. I give you a call, say funds showed up and we, we ship <coughs> it to you. We actually ship you the physical metals unless you don't want them at home. Some people don't. They say, Kirk, you have no idea where I live. I can't have this stuff at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so then we could store it. We could set up a, a storage arrangement at the depository. Everybody's different, but we can accommodate all of those goals. See, the key, though, is to get started. Because I would rather be three months early than a day late. If what Pippa Malmgren said happens mm -hmm. soon, I would rather be three months early. I'd rather be a year early than a day late. Right? So we when... General rule of thumb, when something is going up, get into it as soon as you can. When something's coming down, get out of it as soon as you can. Gold and silver are, are growing at a lot. Silver's up over 40% over the last 15 months. That's, that's, nobody's going to cry crocodile tears over that kind of return. Definitely. But there's other fundamental forces causing its growth to accelerate. Well, like, what does it look like when someone here? turns over an IRA and puts it into physical metals. Is there any sort of tax implications or, I mean, what, what happened? They get to receive the metals just as though someone was buying cash or how does that work? No, you, in an IRA, you can't take possession of it because it would be classified as distributing it out of your IRA, right. which is a taxable event. So in an IRA, you have to have it stored at that depository, but it's still physical metals. The same metals you would take delivery of at home, you just have stored, right? Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, it's a tax-free rollover, no tax implications, whatever. You can do a simple, a traditional, a Roth, a SEP, any kind of an IRA, you can do that. If you have an old 401k from a previous employer, that rolls into a traditional IRA as well. So, so everybody's different, though. I would just encourage them to call so we can actually map out a strategy of success to get you out of harm's way. Because what's coming, I think, is going to be an epic market correction. I mean, epic. So in 2009, we had a correction. The corrections are come. They, I mean, it's not abnormal to have a market correction, right? 2009 was a subprime lending one. It took people four years to break even. 2000 was a tech stock bubble collapse. That took seven years for people to break even. This one is like the mother of all corrections, right? It, it's, it's, it's a debt spiral. It's, it's, it's the correction. Everything. Everything. It's an everything bubble. And, and I don't know. I, I think that the rebuilding out of that might be a change in the currency system completely. I think it's going to be that big. So what are some of the pins that could burst that bubble? Well, we've got rising interest rates. That's a big one. 
Mm-hmm. You've got um, Evergrande, the Chinese real estate holding company, mm-hmm. which defaulted on its principal payment in March, and they're going to default again in April. Not just miss interest only payments. They've got $3.7 billion of principal that can't be paid back on these bond issuances. That's going to have a domino effect around, around the globe. Um, because here's the thing. Evergrande is the largest real estate company in the world in the largest real estate country in the world, China. China's real estate industry is the backbone to the global bond market. The global bond market's the backbone to the global derivatives market. So here you you start to connect those dots. As Evergrande goes, it could impact the global derivatives market, which is highly leveraged. Big banks all over the world start to implode. They've already got a liquidity crisis. The Fed announced in, in December of 2020, 15 banks that had to submit an orderly resolution plan by December of last year to, to the U.S. Bankruptcy Court. Some of those banks were Capital One, HSBC, U.S. Bank, Northern Trust, which holds the custodian accounts for J.P. Morgan Chase. These are big institutions. Well, what's an orderly resolution plan? It means that they are expecting something to be in disorder. Well, then they start pulling liquidity out of the system last year. They also, in April of 2021, the Fed changed the reserve requirement to zero. You know, so when you put 100 bucks in the bank, if the reserve requirement's 10, they keep $10 in hand, they lend out 90, right? That's, that's normal. They put it to zero. So as April of last year, banks don't have to have any money on hand at all. They're already strapped for liquidity. And then when the Fed takes out two and a half trillion, there's not much there. It doesn't create much, it doesn't take much to create a bank run, right? So this is where, get out of the system, protect and preserve, safeguard your assets, go into tangible assets like gold and silver to protect yourself against the inflationary pressures that we're seeing. And man, you, you can have a smile on your face, even though everything we're talking about is like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? Kirk's yeah. scaring the living crap out of me. It's like, no, you don't have to be scared because there is a solution here. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're not trying to scare. We're just telling you the reality of the world we're living in, but you can act. And when you act, you can get out of harm's way and still have a smile on your face. That's our goal. Well, let me ask you this, Dr. Do you think this is all by design? Do you think that they're trying to crash the U.S. dollar on purpose uh, to bring in something else? Because that's what we've been talking about for a while. I do. I think this is this is by design. And this, this is the reason why I think so. When when the, the World Economic Forum and those people, you know, they want a great reset. You mm-hmm. can't reset the, the global political economic structure when you still have a big kid on the block. The U.S. dollar is still the world's reserve currency. You have to destroy America's currency to be able to take over. Right. So there's a big kid in the sandbox and they have to push him out if all the other kids want to play. Right. So. So how do they do that? Get rid of the petrodollar. How do they do that? Unleash COVID on the world and and destroy America's finances. So they have to print money like there's no tomorrow, have inflationary pressures like nothing we've ever seen, pay people to stay home so there's no revenue. So 67% of New York City right now, commercial real estate is vacant. 67% vacancy rate. Are you kidding me in New York? So, so, and then, and then, is this is this spending going to slow down? No. Never. Brandon's Brandon's new budget for this year is five point eight trillion dollar proposed. Load we bring in three point eight trillion. To put this into perspective, 
That's $2 trillion more than what we earn in federal tax revenue is we're going to spend. So from 1776 until now, 250 plus years, we amassed $30 trillion of federal debt. That's our national debt. In one year, he wants to add $2 trillion to that. But that's not where it's going to stop. That doesn't include raising the debt ceiling, other weird omnibus spending bills that always come up, some kind of special project, right? So we're probably going to raise our national debt by three, four, five trillion dollars this year when it took us 250 years to actually go to 30 trillion. Are we going to really truly add 10 to 15 percent in one year? What took us 250 years to accumulate? Yes, we are, is the answer. And then the spending, we're spending like drunken sailors and they're doing everything that they can do that makes zero economic sense to grow the economy unless that's not their goal. I think they're 100% successful in their goal, which is destroying America financially. So a global reset. See, this is very Hegelian, right? Where, where if you want a policy that's so outrageous and horrible that nobody would ever vote for it, well, how about if you create a crisis that's so bad, then your policy is the solution. And now people think it's a good idea where they wouldn't have voted for it six months ago. This is what they're doing. This is very much a Hegelian concept of, of create the disaster so you can provide a solution. That's why Joe Biden sounds like Trump a little bit at the State of the Unions, talking about Trump era policies. It's um, exactly what they did. They created the disaster. But again, I talk about it on the show all the time. Um, and you you kind of mentioned it earlier, how people are waking up at record numbers. And I think, unfortunately, the only way for people to understand how evil, truly evil these people are, they had to go through something like this. So they realize that it, they can't allow this to happen again, because at the end right. of the day, no one's going to come and save us. It's up to us. We, the people to make those decisions. Dr. Kirk. So you said silver's up 17 percent at the yeah. moment right now for year to date since January. Right. Mm -hmm. So. What would be, I know like in stocks, you cost dollar average yourself into a company. So metals would be the same way. Like if, if someone's on a limited income, right? They can only buy maybe $200 worth this sure. week. And then next week it goes up another 18 or let's say 2%, but sure. then it might drop. It's going to fluctuate up and down, correct? Or is it a steady increase? No, it's not through? steady. Okay. Any bull market, I don't care what it yeah. is. It's going to have two steps forward, one step back, two okay. steps forward, one step back. So like right now we're at the end of one of those one step back periods. So like people buying today, silver's down like 81 cents or so in the last week and a half, which is a great little buying opportunity because yeah. fundamentally nothing changed that caused its growth. So can I wire you money right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that easy. It's really that easy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Why, why right now silver over gold? Because a lot of people are talking about how, how silver is, is it, uh, a great investment right now. Well, not a yeah, lot of I mean, people that I yeah, follow say that. It's a great, it's a great question. And before I before I have to go, because I have to run here pretty yeah, soon, sure. but we'll, I want to come back. I want to continue the we, conversation. We to come back. Yeah. yeah. So I actually don't want you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll come so with here's you. The thing. Here's the thing. Gold and silver both equally is safe. Mm -hmm. But there's a historical number of ounces that it takes to buy one ounce of gold, ounces of silver to take buy one ounce of gold. That number is 20. That's the historical ratio, right? So silver, is, let's just call it 25 bucks, multiply times 20, that's $500. Is gold $500? No, it's like 2000, right? So, so today the ratio is 80 to one. So what does that 80 tell us? It tells us either gold is overvalued or silver is undervalued. We don't really know. 
But but then we have to ask the next question. How do we know if it's overvalued or undervalued? Well, what causes gold and silver to grow? Unsustainable debt, inflationary pressures, political chaos, geopolitical conflict. All of those things cause the metals to grow. Do we have all of those? Yep. In spades. Is it going to slow down? I don't think so. I don't think they're going away anytime soon. So therefore, gold's going to continue to go up. It is not overvalued. It's going to continue to go up, which means silver has catch up to do. And here's a really cool strategy that I've been using with my clients for decades now. Um, they've been doing this for 27 years, right? So, so at 80 to one, silver is outperforming when it, the ratio squeezes and gets to 40 to one. What did we just do? It, it came in half. So we could sell our silver, roll it into gold. I get you twice the amount of gold then that I could have purchased today. So if you could have started with 50 ounces of gold today and I get you a hundred then, where did that extra 50 ounces come from? Is it magic? No, it's just math, right? So when we get to 20 to one, you could double again. See, not only can we grow a client's portfolio with nominal price increases as gold and silver go up, but we can truly compound their wealth by compounding their ounces over time. So it'll go up in value because the prices are going up but we're also adding to your ounces, which is true wealth compounding over time. It, I mean, this is this is amazing. So this That's is why we're 100% into silver right now. I don't do anything in gold because the ratio is near an all-time high. If the ratio were at 20 to 1, I'd be 100% in gold. I don't care. I don't care what asset we're in as long as it's the right one. And all the all, everything's pointing towards silver because of the ratio, because of the supply chain disruptions, because of the low inventory, because of the short squeeze happening in silver, because of the industrial demand and the inflationary pressures, all of that causes silver to go up. You could lose one of those fundamental factors and it still wouldn't cause silver to come down because you have so many other ones pushing it upwards, right? So this is why we're 100% into silver right now. In time, we'll roll that into gold. And then that's at 20 to one, probably, or somewhere right. down in the range. But then when the ratio starts going back up, then we can roll back into silver. See, you could stay in the metals complex, never get out of it, stay out of the system and keep growing your wealth constantly by playing that ratio. This is just something that we bring to the table as advising our clients when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, do any of that. We'll hold their hand through it. So clients don't need to watch because usually going into metals, it's something that they've never done before. They're scared. It's like, I don't know what to do. I'm used to just pressing a button and buying a stock or a mutual fund. It's not like that. Yeah. Somebody has to take delivery of the metal because it's a physical asset. And this is where we will help navigate them through. So they don't have to pay attention at all if they don't want to. That's what we do for them. Oh, that's amazing. That's incredible. So before, we, before we let you go, because I know you got to run, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can contact you. Uh, and when they do, tell them we the people radio sent you. Yeah. So call our office if, if you're anxious <laughs> and you don't want to submit the form because we will call you back, though. But if you just wanted to call, call 720-605-3900. Say we the people sent you or we, we, we built a, a form online form submission for you. So Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. dot com. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-T Ph.D. dot com um, forward slash W. TPR, we the people radio, right? So that'll get you to the form submission, but always say, hey, the guys at we the people radio sent us over. Mm -hmm. We want to know um, because we want to help keep you on the air. 
That's that's the commitment that our company makes to you. We want to bless you and we want to help and we want to keep Patriot voices out there. Right. So so just let us know. Let us know where you come from and um, we will help you and we'll start to melt away that financial anxiety. Everybody on my team believes in people over profit. I'm the most blessed guy on the planet because my team is amazing. They make me a better person and you're going to feel it. You'll feel it through the phone. You'll feel their energy through the phone. And it's an amazing thing um, when you have a team of people that will bend over backwards to make sure all your questions are answered and you don't get off the phone until you have peace, right? That's, that's, that's our goal. We love what you're doing and we really appreciate it because so many people are, are stuck in, in paralysis. They, they can't move and they're, they're afraid to do anything because they see the economy. So God right. bless you, Dr. Kirk Elliott. We'll look forward to having you back on. We're going to have you on. We're going to probably set some 10, 10 to 15 minute weekly or biweekly segment up with you. Um, I love very, it. Very excited to uh, continue this relationship and, and go. The video us. you guys post weekly, right? You, um, they go on your site weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, we go on our you site newsletter. Uh, it's a, it's a weekly video email. Okay. Cool. And then, um, to, so all of my clients get that video email. Um, anybody who's not a client, they can just go to my website. We make it an audio podcast, right? So, so you can just listen to it, but yeah, every single week we do that to help melt away people's financial anxiety and fear, letting them know why we're doing what we're doing. Because if you don't know why, you're still going to have stress, even if you're in the right place at the right time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Well, Dr. Kirk Elliott, we really appreciate thank your time. You, thank Looking you. Thank to you. Again. Uh, and you enjoy bet. the rest of the night. God bless. Thanks. God bless. Yeah. Thanks, no, guys. God bless. Thank, thank you. you. Good night. Good night. Dude. Well, that was that, that was, was by far incredible. my favorite show so far. Yeah. Congratulations, well, Doc. Forty minutes into the show, uh, <laughs> I just bought ten thousand yeah. worth of silver kilo bars while he was talking to me. Yeah, did you really his site or through our site? No, just through another website. So I paid more money for it. Um, well, you should use our site, and uh, and then you get um, on your investment. If you had to rate your FOMO on a scale, or I don't know, is it excitement? No, it's FOMO. Like, Zero, okay, boom. Here, Fuck, yeah. I should have done eleven thousand. But I was no. I'm just gonna buy ten thousand yet. But it's it's definitely yes, it's gonna ha- it's gonna happen tonight. So I was laying in bed. I would say five years ago, and I was I had a decent portfolio. I saved up um, before I started opening other businesses and fucking clean that out. But I was sitting there looking at silver bars. I forget how much they were, but I was gonna start making moving the silver heavy. I remember mm-hmm. heavy. This, yeah, telling me to wait. You were and telling like, with you. I was like, I know so I just fucking something about silver is not right. Like it's way undervalued. Yeah, I I mean there I had so many more yeah. questions for him. Like, because is it true that silver and gold are suppressed? Like are their prices are artificially suppressed because of the use in, in industrial processes and things like that? Like mm-hmm. I, I could have asked I could have talked oh, to yeah, him. Yeah, I, I had a ton more questions. I yeah. wanted to get to the Fed. I, I really wish we had some more time with him today. Uh, which is totally fine. He's a busy, busy guy. He he's uh, he's going for his third PhD. Yeah, going yeah. For- Jesus, of course. While he's relieving everyone's financial worries, I, I got God he's bless him. Theology, talk- dude, yeah. that's incredible. How often do we talk about it though? About you know, in uh, diversifying your portfolio and and, and investing in, investing in precious metals, more specifically gold and silver, especially in dude, today's that community. ratio. That ratio, wow. Um, it's incredible because, you know, I've only really thought of 
prices uh, or, or exchange rates for, between currencies, let's say like the euro to the dollar or even like Bitcoin to the dollar or the price of gold is gold to the dollar. I never really thought of it in terms of the price of gold in silver. You know what I mean? That's incredible. That was That's a fucking mind. genius, yeah. Yeah, genius yeah, yeah. move. Well, and he's, he, he does very well. He does very well for himself for a reason, and his firm is successful for a reason. Um, and I love his people over his, profits, baby. Exactly, I love that philosophy. Yeah, people over profits. Sure. The writing is on the wall, guys. I mean, it, it really is. The dollar is dying. The, the it's going to die. The Federal Reserve is only going to survive so long, and they're 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 trying to pivot. And that's why I asked about the crypto. They're trying to pivot to a, a centralized cryptocurrency for the social credit score. Mm -hmm. But to do that, they have to collapse the dollar. But at the same time, if we want to get rid of the Fed and start a new system that's better, we need to collapse the dollar. The dollar needs to yeah. collapse. Um, it's it's just like you know it's, it's, it's fucking scary to think about it is. when you're but thinking like, about the dollar collapsing like what that looks like for the everyday person I mean, when you really think about it though when you really think about it if the dollar collapses what has always held value as a currency throughout history yeah, God, god's money god's money gold and silver yeah ever so let's just say we turn into venezuela god forbid but we turn mm -hmm. to Venezuela where we're where our cash is worth nothing. And we're lighting it on a fire to keep warm at night. That's what they're yeah. doing. But, but yeah, I, those are the things like gasoline. I, I got stacks of bricks of gold and silver just tucked away in a safe. Well, then part part of it is that you don't even just want to have giant bricks or like huge pieces because if you're going to transact, you need small pieces. You need little coins and yeah, exactly. You need one ounce pieces and uh, yeah, but I'm never, I'm never bartering this, this one ounce coin of silver. Thanks ever. catalyst ever. What about us people that can't invest and we live day to day? Well, I mean, even if you can, even if you could do $5 a month, it's catalyst. better than zero. He literally, that's why I talked about it and brought yeah. up the African American. He literally said, give him a call. He said, we'll figure it out. We'll walk you through it. Give him a call. We'll give you a game plan and a strategy. Whether you want to go with that strategy or not, that's totally up to you and your decision. But at the end of the day, he's going to he's gonna put all the cards on the table and what you can do and, and build a plan for you to invest in gold and silver. And, and I'll tell you right now, that's something that I'm going to do. $5 a week or whatever, whatever you can do, I would say, in gold and silver, of course, is better than nothing. But if the dollar does indeed collapse, that goes up to an extreme amount of wealth very quickly. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I, and even if it's something small that you could that you can go without, maybe it's you know I don't know if you get a coffee or if you get a pack of cigarettes or if you get an eighth of weed or you know whatever. If there's something you can cut out, go with a, some sacrifice and just get a little bit here and there whenever you can. It'll add up to be a lot, and you'll thank yourself okay. for it. It's it's definitely tried and true. And when you look at those ratios uh, of where silver is in compared comparison to gold and you look at today's economy it's almost like a perfect storm for precious metals it really is um now i'm no economist i'm no expert in this i said this i said this link to everyone just now <laughs> just just doing work carpet bombing buy silver now buy silver this is not financial advice but buy fucking silver and um, as much as you can yeah all yeah. of it this is Sell your house by silver. Helmack we loans out six hundred thousand dollars in silver. <laughs> this is not financial advice, Doctor Kirk Elliott. But left. is it? But is it? 
not financial advice. Buy go, buy you a, go buy you a, a one ounce silver coin. Start there. Um, no, it's it, it's it's really wild to see. And it's funny. I prepped for a whole show with Dr. Kirk Elliott, and I didn't prep for a show to talk about anything else. What's going on, boys? Silver and gold. Yep. Silver Even fucking Frosty knew that. Huh? Was that from Rudolph or from Frosty? Uh, Rudolph. Rudolph yep. the Red Reindeer. Dude, nice. that was incredible. I don't know. I, I really don't know if I could switch gears, James. Sorry. No, I... I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. That was so good. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm on his site, though. I don't back. see a spot to buy silver right now. Well, That's just, just send the money. Just send the money, and I'm sure you'll get the silver. I'm sure it'll come to your house. Hurry up. So, <laughs> so here's what we can talk about real quick. What? Let's talk Nothing's about. happening, James. No, nothing is happening. Here. Nothing is ever... Nothing is ever fucking happening. Um, but why are you gay? Disney, how is much a, gay do you have? Is under some fucking hot water right now. Finally, for the, gay? for the gay, for the gay, you can't apparently ask why are you gay in Florida now? According to them, I don't know why uh, we got taken off Twitch, dude. I mean, well, let's I mean, let's get yeah, let's, <laughs> let's let's fucking let's go fucking backwards here. So Twitch. <laughs> Let's start Bro, at the beginning. We got taken off. I want to read this email to you guys. I want to fucking read this fucking email on air because it's so ridiculous. I didn't even want to post it on on social media because we'll get taken down off of social media. For and the then term. tag Twitch. It, because of the terms that they use in said email. But let me see. Where is this? This is so ridiculous. Okay. Twitch. Hello, We The People Radio. Twitch is committed to keeping our community safe for everyone. And as a part of that, we require all users to ensure that Anything shared on their account abides by Twitch's terms and services and community guidelines. Based on a review of your activity or content, we have issued a community guideline strike on your account. Due to the severe nature of this violation or the fact that you've incurred multiple violations, your access to, to Twitch services is indefinitely restricted. Denied. Reason. Now, at least they gave us a reason. Spotify never gave us a fucking reason. We never got a reason why we're kicked off of Spotify. So you have closure? I have closure. I appealed. I don't expect anything. But reason. In big, bold letters. Harmful misinformation actor. <laughs> I didn't understand that part. We're, a mis we're, we're, we're harmful misinformation actors, Nick. But we're acting. We're acting. Yeah, we're playing a role. Yes. Let's can, as, as as I digress, repeatedly spreading misinformation that threatens the safety of our community, which can include harmful health misinformation, civic misinformation, or misinformation promoting violent conspiracy networks, <laughs> such as. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then Twitch gives us examples. Of what we had oh, done wrong. Do? Oh, nice. Oh, we get examples. Examples no. of uh, volatile conduct, uh, conduct. I can't read. I'm sorry. We all know this. I got to hit it. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm not a retarded. Conduct include, but are not limited to, repeatedly promoting harmful health treatments such as drinking bleach cures for mm. COVID. Now, before I go on to the second one, I need to address this. I need to address this one. When have we ever said on this show to drink bleach to cure COVID? 
James is a very good chance that we may have said it joking. There's a very strong possibility. I mean, you're stoned half the time. Well, we've only had two episodes, two on Twitch. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's right, why right. They, they had to wait for us to have two episodes so they could say repeatedly. <laughs> so well, I'll get to that in a second. I will get to that in a second because th- there's more to this email. But this, I think, is, is hilarious to me because I've been saying the whole entire time that still to this day, they're promoting the fact – they're promoting their fact, I'll say, that mm-hmm. Donald Trump went on stage and said to t- drink bleach to cure COVID. Like we're still talking about this. You can go back and watch the press conference, which they since deleted from everywhere. But you can watch it. This and is he like never once – yeah, it's like two years ago. He never once said to drink bleach uh, for COVID. And, and it comes people to find out – yeah, I know this. I know this. And this is why I bring it up, because, again, everybody's so pissed off that Donald Trump is saying to take the jab. And we're still talking about the fact that Donald Trump, their fact that Donald Trump said to drink bleach, to literally think, drink bleach, not yeah, like. But, but I think that's part of the reason why he's saying get the jab, because now he's like. You're listening to the guy who said take bleach or drink bleach. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for him, it's a fuck. It's a game to, just to fuck with them. Everyone's got. Yes, he's, he's supposedly yes. created it. Yes, but but at the same at the at the same time, if he, he can't really believe he can't really believe that he wants people to take that thing. If if no, if he uh, came out and said anything negative about the jab, look at how they're treating a, something that he never said, completely fabricated, out of thin air, totally out of context. He even said it in his last rally. He was joking about, uh, "Are you listening, Russia?" And then they cut the clip. He, he was joking about it at his last rally in Detroit over the weekend. Hmm. And if he were to come out and say anything negative about the jab, it would they would have a field day with it. They would have a field day. So he has to continue to play the game and continue to do what he's doing. And unfortunately, it's hard to watch. But we have to realize that we are free thinkers and we are we, we, we need to make our own decisions. And just because one man said to do something doesn't mean we need to go and do it. And I think that's part of the wake up process. I think it's a huge part of the wake up process. I think the fact that Donald Trump was booed for saying that shows how awake a lot of us actually have become. And it's it's getting to the point where people need to need to take uh, Donald Trump is irrelevant at this point, in my opinion. But I digress about this email. Now, the next thing it says, sharing and promoting the core tenets of violent, violent conspiracy networks such as QAnon. Violent. Now, we have never promoted violence on this show. Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, no, Nick, no, 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 no. The allegedly, I was telling a story. It's completely. If I just simply said, if you want to run for a public office and you want to lie, <laughs> and you get caught in your lie, you should get executed. That's that's violent. Come on, it's simple. It's common knowledge. That's what they what? used to do back in the old days, though. That's like history. It's religion. It's spirituality. So, look, Jesus was a good dude. Look at the him. And then let me ask, when his savior? Because I love how they say it's QAnon. They never say it's Q. But QAnon. There this show no, is merely for this show is for entertainment purposes only. There is no Q and on. There's only Q and there's anons. Let's fucking straighten that out first, Twitch. 
Let's fucking get our shit that together. The part, here. Is that the part that you appealed? Huh? Is that no, the I should have. Part that you I should have. I should have <laughs> appealed. Well, you said that uh, <laughs> QAnon is a violent thing, and I should have said, well, I'm appealing the fact that there is no QAnon. There is yeah. only Q, and then there is Anons, which are two separate entities. Gotcha. And I'll and then reference the actual Q post where Q talks about this. Reinstate my account. Here is the actual Q post uh, that Q says: there is no QAnon. There's only Q, and there's Anons. Let's let's fucking get our shit together here, Twitch, you fucking idiots. But when has Q have ever been promoted violence? Never. Not once. Not never. You're telling me you can go on the cue boards and look at those cryptic messages and tell me Q is telling us to fucking promote violence? Oh, are you saying that January 6th Game, was... Even questioning that it's violent. You can't do that. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? It's... <laughs> but but I want to know... I, I, I'm going to appeal again because I think I can. I'm going to appeal again. And I'm going to bring that up, and I want to know what what is violent about Q. I want to know what what <laughs> why we're lumped together as QAnon, and what when I ever said drinking bleach that cures that drinking bleach cures COVID. Then yeah, ask, ask them. Well, uh, you should hone in on that part. Well, in I appealed. I appealed before I got a reason. And ask which what? show and what at what time. You like yeah, say you I, need the exact so time. I, 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 I want to know, but it, but let me let me. Let me let me finish. Not gonna do anything. No, it's not gonna change a goddamn thing. Who cares? It's not gonna change a goddamn thing. But the next thing, the third and final thing, which I wanna I wanna go into a little bit as well. Persistently sharing widely debunked vaccine misinformation. Mm -hmm. Widely debunked. Okay. I I would love to know who widely debunked the this information. But okay, such as the COVID vaccine contains. Microchips. <laughs> Have we ever said that the COVID vaccine contains microchips? Not that I'm aware of. No, we haven't. Uh, we talked about the graphene oxide. We talked about the graphene oxide. We talked about everyone has ACE. And how there's AIDS in the fucking jab, which has now been confirmed fact. <laughs> fact. Mm-hmm. But we never once said that the vaccine or the jab has a microchip in it. You know who did talk about microchips coming out? You know who did? 60 Minutes. They did a whole story on microchips. Did they, they covered for a whole story all about how microchips are going to be a thing and showing all these fucking sheeple going out and getting microchips. These fucking assholes just getting them. Oh, I can I've seen that. I've seen Yeah, like with you know, the they door. They check their heart rate when they're working out, James. Oh, yeah, sure. 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 But first off, we never once said that. Never once said that. We talked about microchips, but not in the context with jabs. I love how they use that exa example. But who is widely debunking the things that we're talking about? Because it seems to me. The vaccine seems, was widely debunked. It seems to me that we've been pretty dead on fucking accurate about the vaccine. Dead on balls. Accurate. I, we were probably I'm not even joking. We were probably one of the first shows to talk about the, the, the vaccine having AIDS. We were probably one of the first shows not to pat, our own, to pat ourselves in the back. Yeah, but I don't think not not only does the vaccine have this AIDS component or the VADES. No, the, the, uh, the virus. But the virus itself. The virus yeah. itself. Yeah, we were yeah. one of the first people to talk about that.
and this was literally probably probably platformed probably a year ago we were talking about this and now it's 100% fact the Pfizer documents come out 100% fact oh a toto so a fucking a toto so and yeah, but new but Pfizer me, docs came out what right? is the widely debunked what is the widely debunked misinformation i want to know what is misinformation what we said that exactly that was misinformation about the covid vaccine apparently Pfizer had plans to hire 600 new employees uh, for June 2021 to specifically handle the adverse events from the vax and then plans to hire an additional 1,200 later in the year. Now, I don't know if they actually did or not, but. Well, I mean, be interesting to see because they're, they're, you know, creating all these new jabs and creating all these things that we didn't have years ago that take years to make. They just showed up out of fucking nowhere, didn't have a mass hiring event. They just fucking... Poof, we have thousands, millions of doses, enough to send to other countries. We have so many doses mm-hmm. that just showed up out of nowhere. So maybe that's how they'll try to explain uh, how they created all this. Oh, we hired X amount of people. It's, you know, it's documented. Here you go. Boom, boom, boom. Um, well, no, no. This was, this was specifically for the adverse events related to the jab, not in the preparation. Oh, so ma- maybe that's why in New- the state of New Jersey. Like you guys administrative. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why the state of New Jersey, where you guys are currently at, they're giving phys- different physicals to kids with the jab and kids without the jab. Oh, that that yes. doctor's uh, note that yep. you saw, like from that Marcy. Yeah, they were saying that uh, he won't. He won't give a physical. He won't give a kid. Yeah, a kid they won't. They sports. won't sign off on uh, the kid to play sports. Like I guess they have to sign off on a cardiac thing, and uh, they won't do it without the kid going for additional. Uh, testing like echocardiogram. Why? Wonder fucking why? For kids. For kids. For kids. This is what we're talking about. The healthiest. Because myocarditis is just coming back now for some reason, or it's really popular. It's it's myocarditis season. Yeah. So before before we get into the kids and what they're doing, I want to shout out our sponsor, Sirius CBD, the number one CBD on the planet, 100% full spectrum. This stuff is amazing. I hope you guys took advantage of the 50% off sale in the month of March for March Madness. Um, but this month, if you put in code WPR, you get 15% off. So you still get a little discount. Um, this stuff is and amazing. it sounds like 50. So yeah, it sounds like 50. It's close, but 15, one five. Um, and stock is going, he's almost out of stock again. So once stock is refilled, great. Nick, and Aunt, Nick and Aunt, you guys are going to get a little gift basket as well. Me and Marley cool. take CBD every single day. I have an extra box right over here for mm-hmm. when I one runs out. Uh, we take it every there, single day. Is uh, Marley having uh, like a specific canine version or it's no, the same? same? Same thing. Same thing. Cool. Um, give it to her every day. Uh, she gets it. She gets it twice a day. Um, I take it in the morning and uh, Marley gets it morning and night. Um, and uh, yeah, it's amazing. So go to Sirius-CBD.com. Sirius-CBD.com. That's S. I R I U S dash CBD.com WPR for 15% off. But I want to get into this, these kids, because this is heartbreaking. This is disgusting. Yeah. These kids, like I I'll tell you right now, dude, I think about it all the time and I, I I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. I'd go back to being a kid in a heartbeat, man. It was it was fucking amazing. I mean, our our generation of being a kid before social media, before all this nonsense. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree. But I, 
I enjoy this time. I enjoy no, like, in a way, like and where where I'm at mentally and like the the growth yes. that I've gone through. You know what I'm of saying? Course. Of course, um, I agree with you. But, but yeah, um, of course, there's stuff that everybody misses about childhood. Really like, like, like organized sports, hanging out with your friends, sleepover, like all the fun things that you did as a kid. That Why you do that now. That that you yeah, Nick do doing crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, that you was could, my childhood. It's you still happening. You, you, <laughs> it's you great. definitely do some of it. But there was it was, it was <laughs> so carefree. It. it was so carefree. It was a lot more carefree. Yeah. And um, now these kids who got the jab, not probably be on their own decision, probably on their parents' decision, are going to probably lose a, a huge chunk. What if these kids can't play a physical sport ever again? What if they're an athlete and they're a promising athlete and all of a sudden they can't play sports anymore because their parents got them the fucking jab when they were eight years old? They could have gotten COVID, James, and been okay. You're so mm -hmm. fucking heartless. They could have. Well, what do you mean? They could have died from COVID. Is what no, you're saying? Jerk off. They could have got COVID and been okay. I know they could have been. Okay. Nothing would have happened to them. I know. It's, but these but, parents got scared. Really think about it. No, I don't. These... Doctors have not had our best. Not I can't say our best interest at heart. They've been no. very misinformed, and they're just and, as and, misinformed. Yeah, yeah, and they and they think they're doing the right thing. And yeah. then now you have doctors waking up, and this is where the, uh, my beef is with them. When a doctor comes out questioning vaccines per se, he's ridiculed yeah. and ostracized. Yeah, but why sure. not? Not have why not have the conversation and dialogue with him? If you truly care about people and the well being of society, because you you took that oath to be a doctor, why not have that conversation with him? And you're right because it became big business, and I don't know. Maybe yeah. they have to go back to like the small town local community doctor that knows everybody and like you know takes care of a very small uh group of people and that's what we're going back to if, if you think yeah. about it because right now the doctor that you know if you know we have a kid and our friends have kids they're pediatricians you know not part of that system mm -hmm. they come to the house like old school no she's just not part of that, that system like, the the like black big... doctor's bag yeah real yeah, i like that yeah absolutely but they don't they work for a big like what summit medical group or yeah uh -huh. there's these big medical groups now Cross yeah. Blue it's, it's big fuck. business for sure and if people think that that it's not like it's not big but it's fucking it is big business they're worried about fucking dollars yeah, I, 100 i've been in sales my my majority of my adult life and mm -hmm. one and and one of the most profitable sales positions is pharmaceutical oh, sales. absolutely one of the most profitable and pharmaceutical device sales too yes yes yeah. Dan does. she's a metronic yeah. So, so both yeah, of those are very, very, very profitable careers. And I've been offered to go to pharmaceutical sales and I refuse just because of my, my morals. I will not go and peddle drugs for big pharma. You literally look at what these guys do because uh, you tell me, you tell me what to sell. I'm going to fucking sell it. Like I'm going to sell it. And if, if this, if, if I'm out there selling something that's, that's killing people 15 years down the road, I'll fucking lose my shit. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm not gonna. Boxycotton's not addicting. It didn't really fuck no. In America. No, no, it's no. got a time. It's got a time release. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not like an opioid. It's time released. Yeah. The FDA like you're good. Addictive. The FDA said it's cool. You're good. Every doctor is saying, "Oh, this is an opioid." No, I'm not gonna do this. Oh, it's not addictive. Here's the FDA stuff. Holy Ooh, shit! And you know what? Hold on. Just to bring it back full circle again, we talked about a mm -hmm. fucking local doctor, right? Yeah. So Michael Keaton plays a local doctor in that movie. Yes, in, a, yes. in the series. Yes, he was misinformed. He was. Yeah, yeah. I I think the combination of both the local doctor, but not a Western medicine local doctor, so one that is trained in that, but one that goes to the natural 
uh, remedies yeah. and things first, and then pharmaceutical and Western medicine is a last resort. Well, that's why I like Dr. Sean Baker, and this is why they took away his medical license because he wanted. Oh, of course, you have to. He wanted, that's quackery. He wanted to cure people with nutrition rather than than he's an orthopedic surgeon. Like he, <laughs> he, he he's like, yo, like I'm seeing way better results with nutrition than I am with surgery. Just like they told us to stop eating Taco Bell and drinking Coca-Cola during COVID um, and to get out and exercise and get in the sunshine, right? Remember it's when they said that? You yeah. remember, you remember yeah. that, right? They said, no, they said, use DoorDash, stay in your house. And, yeah. and, and drink alcohol. And drink alcohol, for sure. Well, hey, the only good thing. That would be a good thing, for sure. Do you know the way, my brother? Yes. I know the way. I for sure. and, do a, and do a boatload of trend while you're at it well you have to get that trend so <laughs> you're doing trend during covid and you know you don't know if it's trend cough or covid cough <laughs> or chat virus or aids you might yeah, have yeah you might have full-blown aids uh <laughs> full, bl full blown just so half blown is not that bad what do you guys think about the uh the big swinging dick move that elon musk pulled off the other day I, th I hope he just cancels it. Right click delete. That'd be amazing. But I don't think no. he can. No, no, no way. I, I think that he, uh, hopefully, he makes some big changes. Well, he's the majority shareholder. Yeah. Uh, with 9.7%. More towards free, more towards free speech. Well, like I saw. He seems like he's a free speech guy. He appears to be. I saw something the, earlier. It was actually, actually pretty funny. I love um, that meme that you shared. Like, hey, Elon, you know, you should buy Twitter or whatever. And when he's smoking on Joe Rogan, he's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. Let me see if I could bring this up. Yeah, bring it up. But uh, I thought you could do that. Yeah. Um, Let's do some. No, I, I think it's uh, it's a big move. And I'm very interested to see. Um, he's got 9.2% controlling shares of Twitter now who elon yeah 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 he does i don't i don't <laughs> he's the large he's the largest shareholder i think and he also likes silver too i don't fucking have it um but it was a funny fucking video it was uh a video inside of like tesla or spacex and uh it's like uh when when elon uh gives donald trump his account back and uh it's like hello uh oh yeah 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 like and, yeah. and everybody's watching like <gasps> and then it hits unsuspend it comes up as a tweet and everybody's just like yeah woo! and elon's like wow look at that yeah and you know what like what if now elon sells his shares directly to uh trump media and technology group at a deep discount at a huge discount. Well, and, it's and now Trump's company owns the controlling share of Twitter. Isn't this the second time where he's put out a poll? He put out a poll on Twitter. Yeah, for his taxes. For his taxes, and then this yeah. time. For, yeah, for when you have like I don't know two, three hundred billion, you can just, hey guys, what do you want to do today? Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Where do you want me to spend my money today? Because uh, this is getting out of control. Yeah. And and I constantly sit back and toss back and forth. I cannot figure out Elon Musk for the life. No, of I know, I know. But you know, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I tend to lean on the side of good. I don't know, just going by my my gut. Um, but you you really you really never know. But I like Elon. Could be playing both roles. Put microchips in our head and be, make us become fucking uh, yeah humans and 
uh, merch. He also just he, talks a lot of shit too. I feel like you know he'll offer that to you. He, I don't think he's some kind of. I don't know, man. Wants to force it on you. I, yeah. I, I think I think he's he's. I he's saw these things like robotic wombs. Yeah, like, yeah. Grow. Yeah. Oh my god, that's like that's total matrix. That's a yeah. fucking pod. There's the pod. Fucking want. That's what they fucking want. No, I, I listen. I think Elon is one of those. He's a gray hat, and I think what he does, he's so smart um, that he's just trying to find himself on the winning team. Is he might I'm, just yeah. I think he's like he, trying to play. He might his, just be on his own team. Yeah, I think he's trying to play the board to uh, be on the winning team. I'm not sure though. I can't figure him out. He he's does actually good, just trying to take over the whole world. Who the fuck knows, dude? Make cyborgs. Who the fuck knows? He has enough money. He wants to send people to Mars. I have no fucking idea what this guy is doing. But him buying Twitter is an interesting big day move. It's, it's a, a big f- move. Yeah, that's, that's a big move. That's a big, uh, big move. change. And uh, what do do you think that I now he's the the majority shareholder? Do you think does he have a controlling stake now? Does he? Well, I mean, I don't. As far as I don't know if they're voting shares. I mean, to be honest, I don't. I'm not familiar with. I don't know either. Details but, of the purchase, but I'm under the impression he owns 9.2 percent of the company, and that's the majority shareholder. I believe so. You know, it is. He's the majority shareholder. Yeah. He holds yeah. more shares on Twitter than anybody else. Than anyone else. More than BlackRock. More than Vanguard. Mm-hmm. More than Jack Dorsey. More than all of these fucking. That's global- wild that someone could own more of your company than you do. That's yeah, right, Jack Dorsey. Well, he's not the CEO anymore. Yeah, I know he stepped out. Yeah, he still yeah. started Twitter. Correct. It's still his company. Uh, still own shares, but uh, who knows? Did yeah. he sell his shares off? Like, because when we were talking to Doctor, he's, wor- he's working on on blockchain uh, social media, and that's uh, like decent- decentralized social media. Yeah. Who Dorsey? They said, yeah, remember? Oh, you, you, and in, when this whole thing is over, you'd be surprised, you know, who's on what team? You don't know. Uh, he's sipping Chianti. Yeah. Reading this, the Satanic Bible. He's not stupid. Yeah, no, I know, but, but you still never know. You never know. You know, no, nothing would surprise me, but I, yeah. I don't hold my breath with any of those fucking people. Um, then you have, then you have Disney under, under, under a ton of fire right now. Disney has been, uh, wholesome family entertainment. That's been great too. The center of evil for so long. And you tell people about Disney being evil. They're like, no, Mickey mouse, Minnie mouse. It's the, then you show them the dicks in the cartoons. The family, family, it's a family place, guys. They would never do that. And someone, I posted a tweet the other day. This guy made a great point. He goes, I usually I usually pay boycott memes, no mind, but I'm all in on canceling Disney. Disney is evil, incarnate, incarnate, and they own everything. You think Disney is Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, but it's so much more. ABC, ESPN, Vice, Marvel, Pixar, Indiana Jones, on and on and on. Disney is satanic. Disney is the devil. And I couldn't have said it any better. I couldn't have said it any better. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not one. For I could have read it a little better, but. I'm I'm retarded. We know this. Let's fucking get over, get past that. That's part of the charm of the show. It's a part. You guys, if you're here listening, that's what you get. You get a retarded. Yeah, you get the whole package. Yeah, whether you want it or not. What's going on? This fucking yeah. No, you read it great. I'm not lying. I'm just lying. Good Good job, James. It was a good read. I'm actually very self conscious about my reading skills. I think you do great. You do. You have run the show pretty well, and you read often on the show. You I actually do. might meet. You might read more on the show than you do actually in real life. You read good. I I read good. James read good. James reads good. 
Uh, <laughs> I remember watching about Disney. Joe uh, Joe Carollo showed me this crazy, crazy documentary, like on VHS. Probably, no, it was on YouTube, but it was it should it probably started on VHS and it went in on like Disney and then it went in on Hollywood. It went it went so fucking deep. It was wild, but it showed all the all the dicks though in Disney. If you look at like oh, certain yeah, cartoons, wild. and then it's no, like on the cover of the Little Mermaid. There's dicks oh, on the every- cover too. That yeah, it's the cover wild. of the Little Mermaid. The castle's everywhere. a dick. Dicks everywhere. Minnie Mouse. It'll Minnie say Mouse. sex or it'll say Illuminati. Yeah, it'll, weird. Yeah, weird words. Yeah, dick. Like it looks like if you if you take Minnie Mouse's head out, off and her legs mm-hmm. off, it looks mm-hmm. like Mickey a blue dick. Um, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is fucking wild. But then you have, or are we couple- just fucking weirdos and we just see dicks everywhere. So if you go back, they took oh. it off. They've actually taken this episode off of Apple. This is the only episode that they've removed off of Apple. What ours? Of ours. It was a down the rabbit hole episode. It was one of our early episodes uh, that we had. Um, it was back when actually Graph was still on the show, and we did a deep, deep, deep dive on Disney. Um, and talking, and we brought up all the, all the symbolism. We we put pictures up of everything. It was really fucking good. Um, so go check that episode out. Well, I did all of it. I should say I, I literally did everything on it. Uh, Graph showed up. Um, but uh, it's like this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show up, but uh, um, but <laughs> but it, the uh, well, the content was great, and um, we covered how Eps- how Disney cruises. Used to go by Epstein Epstein's Island, right? Yeah, Epstein Island. Oh, Little St. James. And used to go snorkeling at Little St. James Island to see the rainbow fishes. It was literally on their website. And we had the link on our website. They since changed the link. They removed it and changed yeah. the link. Um, but it was up there for a fucking while. And that girl and that girl on ABC News, she had the Epstein story like, what, five years ago, six yeah. years ago, whenever that was. And then that got crushed and buried. Who owns ABC is Disney. Oh, just a coincidence. Yeah, just I'm a sure it's a coincidence. Oh, just yeah, sure. They went snorkeling. I wonder how quick a story like that goes up the chain of command to get killed like that. Squashed. It was probably squashed quick as fuck. She was even like, yeah, no, but I mean, it's I a pretty big company. She wasn't I a big. It was. She wasn't a big news reporter though. But you, you know wonder I mean? why they would even let her work on it in the first place. Yeah, like why would she, how would it even get to the point where unless it took that long that. It got up to the. the I'm sure it's been really on it. If you're if you're a reporter and you stumble upon something like that, like a lot of these, a lot of these lower end reporters are probably not. They're just reporting on what they find and they they get what they get. Um, she should have still reported on it, and she she stumbled on it and didn't realize she wanted to verify her information, and that's probably why it took so long. She probably wanted mm-hmm. to really get out the information to make sure because you hear a story like this. She said it took her three years, I think, right? Yeah. And you or hear a story like, like this. You hear a story wow. like this, and you're like, holy shit, there's no fucking way. I gotta look into this. I gotta fucking, especially if you're gonna try to report on it and break the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got shut down completely. They wanted so when, she, when you say shut down, she got shut down in terms of like her team was like, no, it's fucking bullshit. Don't come out with the story. You can't come out with it. It's yeah, Project, project well, Veritas. The, the station owns the media right the station has the tapes or the digital files or whatever it is so they shut it down they they lock it away they say you're not getting this it's, oh, it's not coming out anymore. it's never going to see the light of day you can go out so and, that was just and do whatever you want you'll lose your job but you don't have access to the media but you know they can subpoena the media though if it has to do with children and pedophiles uh i don't know because 
it, it's not like it would be child porn. It's owned by the content creator, I would think, you know. Yeah, um, which would well, be ABC. It, or... Well, no. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. You were dying to get uh, that, weren't you? It was, Amy, it was Amy Roback. That's who it was. Yeah. It was Amy Roback. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was it, she was caught on a hot mic. Like, she didn't think she was being recorded. It's not like she was like, oh, uh, ABC is. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, I know she was on a hot mic. But if you know that information, how do you shut the fuck up about it? If your job is your She wants to keep her job. She's evil as fuck. No, she's evil as fuck. I, I'm, I'm tired of tiptoeing around it. She's an evil fucking cunt. If you literally fucking see that and and get that information and you don't report on it and your, your boss is your higher up say, hey, nah, we're not fucking covering that. You got to shelve that one. And you fucking don't get. I'm sure that, out. you know, maybe she was also threatened too. You shut up, or you're gonna get popped. Yeah. Maybe also as a catalyst the to works. Maybe it was also a catalyst for her career. Like it was a way for her to get like, hey, you don't fucking yeah. talk about this. We know you got this information. You don't talk about this. We'll give you fucking better fucking gigs. Yeah. So what does she do now? She's I think she's still with ABC. Is she not? And you know who is the newest incoming employee, I think, of MSNBC? Oh, Circle oh, Back Saki. Circles. Yeah. yeah, Circles. Circle Back Saki. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah. Still- I guess uh, she's getting tired of getting beat up because she's actually getting some real questions recently. Everybody's jumping ship, dude. Everybody in the administration. Yeah. Is it's surprising, though, because they, 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 they did that on Trump too, really well. Huh? They, they always change the people. People always go in and out. Do they not? Or is this more obnoxious? Because um, Trump, because that's what they run the narrative. They to, had, like, Trump they had, had what's her name, Sarah, <coughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, uh, you had, and you had who was Kaylee? Kayla was, 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 no, was, was. And then there was that dude, uh, Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer, thank you. Yeah, he was the other one. Um, so there were there, there there was a couple. Um, but at the at the same at the same time, at the same time, um, the timing of this. Is not coincidence. She's getting a hand. There's no denying. And you know, like when they left Trump's camp, when they left, say, the Trump administration, it's not like he was in a dramatic tailspin and just like a fucking hot dumpster fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is going wrong. It couldn't be any worse. Dude, but you hold, you, do you know the narrative they push on, on MSNBC and CNN? You remember when that's inflation what, was But that's what they push. Yeah. No, that's why you're too stupid to understand how good things are. (laughs) Next on ABC. Yeah. (laughs) But bro, they fucking would push it. They thought it was, they thought that whole, I talked to some people think that he was one of the worst presidents. It's fucking. They, they lose. Well, when they're paying $20 a gallon, maybe they'll understand. Oh, she knows that she still, she still thinks he's evil. Oh, like, like I'm like, wow. Do you know what evil is? Do you know he arrested more child molesters or um, more human traffickers. She just hasn't had. She just the hasn't had her moment yet, unless she. You know she is too. She comes in a slot. Me and her go at it all the time. Yeah, she doesn't like Joe Biden either though. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's here's exactly what it said about the student athletes, and here's the picture. So it's more success mm-hmm. family practice. It's on. Uh, go support them, everyone. Route 15 South. Uh, in Lake Opaca, New Jersey, Dr. Anthony Luz Carcia, some Italian dude. I fucking hey, like him. 
Hey, how you doing? I already like this guy. Fuck. I'm doing your kid can't fucking play football, all right? Big oil. Hey, I watched your piece of deal over there. Uh, What do you say? Student athletes, sports physicals are done primarily to make sure that you are not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on the playing field. COVID vaccinations affect your risk. In response to worldwide experience and vaccine adverse event monitoring, we are adopting a more precautious sports physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID vaccine, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work. Possible endocardiogram to rule out potential heart damage. This is more that is fucking bananas, though. Like you, as a parent, you're not pissed. That's conspiracy. Well, well, um. You saw what's going on. You should take that doctor's medical license. You saw what's going on. You saw what's going on in the in the Miami Open, the tennis world. Do you guys see this? Uh, Aren't people dropping? Fifteen tennis players. (laughs) Fifteen tennis players retired from Miami Open, suddenly citing health problems, pains in chest, and shortness. Well, that that typically happens, though, doesn't it? Really, no. To really good athletes who are young and in their prime, yeah, that happens. A Second. lot. Cyclists, cyclists with probably some of the best cardio levels ever. Probably in some of the best shape you could be in. Cyclists. Sure. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> three, three, other than present company, of yes. course. Three, three fully jabbed cyclists suffer major heart attacks. Dead doctor. Two dead doctors are baffled. Oh, That's, don't be too baffled, oh. doc. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. What is going on? But uh, we're crazy conspiracy people. Yeah, nut jobs. Don't take the jab. Don't fucking but do it. Hold on. Honestly, people were so duped into thinking that getting COVID was worse. Do you know what I mean? Like they were so yeah. afraid. Like I moved really on f- to the point of I really feel bad for them, dude. I yes. really, really do. I I feel, I feel bad for them, but I, I, feel, I like to make fun of them in the they, beginning. They may hate me, but like I really do feel bad for them. No, but I now, that, now the news is really coming out. Yeah. I I'll still make fun of them, but a little bit just so they yeah, have to. Don't they let them know. forget. Next just time I see somebody, listen to me. Just a um, little. But just, I do. But more and more people now who boost are boosted are not getting their first shot. No, no. I so mean, that's you got over. you got to be on another level of retarded to get your fourth booster. There's even, plenty of them out even there. If, all, even if they, you're way out there. No, there's, now, there's, there's what just, are I, their numbers? You now would think smart. Now, smart people though, are not my smarter clients, my more intelligent clients. It's starting to catch on who got, who got their first or second in their booster are the conversations now are, are, are bringing it back to where, what I was saying like a year ago. Yeah. Getting very, they really now, thought, all right, well the booster and that's going to be it. Then this second booster, it's like, holy Because shit. now also, some certain people got heart attacks in their family. Mm-hmm. Like oh. one of the dads had a heart attack. Then someone else's uh, aunt had a stroke. The neighbor mm-hmm. died suddenly. Kids are getting fucking inflammation you in the heart. You talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. Yeah. I do yeah, a yeah. lot of people a day. He talks to a lot. I book, I book pretty. I book like multiple clients multiple times a day. Nick, 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 Nick is impossible to get. I literally call Anthony to talk because I know he's going to relay what I tell him to Nick because it's impossible to even get in touch. Yeah, but I got to. You know, you do what you got to do. You got to leverage. Hey, I understand. I don't. Like, I, but I am a volume stylist. I don't so, hate you for it. 
I don't fucking hate you for Still it. Big, like, just big hair only. It, it's a it's a skill set. Like I can do multiple people probably like bartending in a nightclub. Like it's, I have uh, that energy to do it. I got. But, lo- but long story short, you got hacked. No, I gotta yeah. ask. The nine oh, yeah. is coming back. Is the big hair coming back with it? It's coming back. Coming oh, yeah, back. Yeah, big hair. I don't know about Brooks mullets. Mullets are in right now, but yeah, I I want a mullet so bad, but I don't have the hairline for it. I think I might go with a rat tail. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Fanny packs I'm, are back. I'm fanny sure Jess will love it. Fanny packs are back. Fanny yes. packs are big. Thing. I tried yeah. to bring. I, I I brought the fanny pack back and I lost my wallet. Nick, remember <laughs> remember when I tried to fucking bring mustaches back for men everywhere like ten years I ago? You fucking rock. That was awesome. And yeah. nobody, everybody's like, James, you look like a fucking pedophile. Now everybody has mustaches, dude. Everybody, I, I'm a trendsetter, dude. That's because they can't grow beards like real men. Trendsetter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for real. Look at this thing. But it finished my story. Yeah. Even some of the fucking hard pro activists for vaccines across the board are like, nope, I think I'm going to be done after this one. Mm-hmm. Because you can now clearly see that number four is not going to be it. But well, then they're going to combine. Then they're going to combine COVID and dead. flu together. We should be dead, though. We should be dead. The dark winter came. I think and- we did die. Maybe we, we did. Or right, why aren't we dead? Can anybody you know you tell didn't. Me why I'm not dead? If I had a little more of that chocolate, I'd I feel trusted like I was dead the science. Right. Yeah. I trusted the science. I trusted the science. I should be dead. Yeah. I took my chances. I, the, the the science said I would be dead. I took my I gambled on life. You must have died then. Are we in another? I, I probably I probably did get COVID four times this winter. I got it once. It wasn't even and, uh, for for any new listeners who um, you may not be familiar with my surefire method of never testing positive. Never get tested. <laughs> I yeah, that's true. I I don't know if I got. It's a hundred percent. <laughs> I just I, it's fucking wild that you need a test to tell you what you have. like I yeah. knew I did not feel well. Like I was like, yeah. yeah, I feel like fucking dog shit. How about this? I feel fucking awesome. I can't go to work or go on vacation because apparently I'm sick. Mm-hmm. How Wait, about what? that? How about that false positive? Yeah, when they were upcycling yeah. the PCRs 40. Yes, when like, someone felt fantastic, that- like uh, I don't know why I can't go to work or I don't know why I can't contribute to society right now because I'm supposedly positive with the sickness that doesn't affect me. Or feel, anyone else in my family. At I first, wonder. you know, I was even like, oh, all right, two uh, people are going to chill out for like two weeks, yeah. relax a little bit. It'll be good for everyone. And then we'll pick right back up. And then I would, two I would, years <laughs> go by. <laughs> I would come back in the beginning from like going shopping. And, and they remember, the you're like, you, you wash your hands. Yeah. That's fucked up. I yeah. Like, ah, fuck it. We're just working in the fucking middle yeah. in the trenches of it. Listen, listen. Dude, because first, also not die. Trump was the out there. And yep. the people that I saw that he put forward before I really figured out what was going on way in the beginning. And I'm like, all right, listening to what's happening. I watched like every press conference every yep. single day. I literally thought the military was going to be freaking moving on shit like any yeah, day I, now. I, so like I was, yeah. I, I was like, was really, like really all right. yeah. The first couple of days, so, I was like, right, two weeks. That's not a big deal. But as it started going on, you started to really see the writing on the wall. Yeah. What, what was really going we, on? Me and the we third, never, we never, we never took it two weeks though. We worked the whole time. No, we worked the whole time. But the at, whole time. At, at like the third week, I was like, all right, this is this is totally this, bullshit. We, we the cream rise to the top. Oh, we yeah. kept on wondering when when's it going to stop? When's you when's the blackout going to happen? When's UPS going to yeah, stop? Yeah, yeah. How are we still going to get shampoo? Yeah. Can't go on like this. I was like, we're fucking doing it. Yeah, full send. And I was home fun. by four thirty though. I was sick. 
Yeah. No one was on the road. I fucking love it. I, yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. that was fucking awesome. Those quote unquote two weeks when people were a bunch of pussies and stopped working and shut their restaurants down and closed their businesses because they wanted to fucking act on the first amendment. Right. Speaking of closing, However, you, you see who got their business license. Shout out to our good friend. Ian. Yeah, Smith. Yeah. Uh, Ian did. Yeah. Good for him. Tell us. Congratulations. Ian Smith got his business license back. The town caved. There's still a big fight ahead with the town caved. And he got his. Business yeah, that's license. major. That's a major win. Huge win. Huge win. Um, he has not been taking uh, membership dues this whole time. He's sustained himself on donations and T-shirt sales. Yep. That's he, incredible. He's, he's just fucking powering through, man. Yeah. Uh, God bless him. You know, uh, he's he's fighting the good fight for us, we the people. And regardless of how you feel about his thoughts on Donnie and what, what's going on, He's putting up the good fight for us, we the people, and that's that's what matters, in my opinion. Um, for sure. I think it's, it's a good good guy. He's a patriot, and, and he's uh, running for uh, state senate. Yeah, and he's uh, he for, got jammed up. he got jammed up pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he got arrested he, for what? He got for Dewey. Who did Re Ian? Re recently? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two weeks ago, he, a, he didn't he didn't take a breath. He refused the breathalyzer. He passed the field sobriety test, and they asked to take a breathalyzer, and he refused. Which I think is a smart move. He knows how the system works. Mm -hmm. um, they they they've been look at every airport that he goes to, every single airport that he goes to, he gets searched yep. for two, yep. two hours. He go an extra two hours early because he knows he's going to get stopped. The tough part on when you're on that much of a spotlight, um, you really you fucking can't do anything. No, nothing. No, you can't. Um, and he's he's you know he spent time in jail for uh, drunk driving uh, murder. Yeah, uh, so he's already under the microscope as far as that goes. But I, I, if I was in his situation, I'd refuse as well. And for all we know, the cop was just doing Phil Murphy's bidding, saying, "Pull this guy over, give him breathalyzer." It's curious timing too that it coincides with them getting their business license back because it's like, all right, well, we're gonna fuck you like this, and then we'll give you this business license. Now it's more legal fees. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, <clears throat> no, I know what Nancy's saying. It's like give him back the fees, but fucking throw him a DMV just to fuck mm -hmm. with him on a different level because they can't hold your license any longer. No, they like, need to legally. Like, you can't. They're gonna lose in court, but however, they can just be like fucking do something to, to, to yeah to get this. No, they, they need they need to keep pressure on him somehow. He's he literally has embarrassed Phil Murphy. Yeah, he embarrassed uh, him big time and deservingly so because Snaggletooth can get fucked. Um, but. This is, I think, his way of trying to get he back at him. Governor, Ian huh? Smith for governor. I'm Just Anders for sheriff. Oh I'm yeah, sheriff, sheriff Justin. And I'm gonna be deputy sheriff. And who's coming out to do hood rat shit with me? <laughs> While you guys are fucking, we're gonna go out and be like, oh, I'm sh deputy sheriff James. I'm making the West wild again. Uh, <laughs> have some fun, hooting, hollering, and fucking shooting guns and yeehaw. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Very hey, you got, a you got a tax on silver in fucking in Nevada? Silver state? You got a tax on silver. Like if you like a sales tax. Silver state. They call it the silver state. So is that a fucking yes or no? I think they do. I might be retarded. Maybe they don't. But I'm pretty sure they do. Some states don't have tax on it. I want uh, to buy all the silver and ship we? it to that state. I have no idea. You have a tax on it? Yeah, we do. Silver. And then I want to buy for the person who lives there. Let's and then I want them to gift it back to me. So I'm the not doing any kind of wrongful tax evasion. Uh, Nevada yeah, silver tax. Let's see. Nevada's yeah. the silver state. I was right. 
Um, I was fucking right. I'm not Let's see. Nevada's silver tax. Nevada does not impose a state income tax on its citizens, so there is no taxation on capital gains on precious metals. So no. No, I'm saying for shipping, no. James. Just for sales tax. Uh, Telling me a lot, of, a ton. I was just curious to know if the states are getting on that on that fucking area too. Like you're gonna I, buy, you're gonna buy silver and and how you can charge tax sales tax on that. Under Nevada tax laws and regulation, www.tax.nv.com, there's a statewide tax of 6.85% with local municipalities adding up to an additional 1.25%, such as Clark County, resulting in a sales tax in Las Vegas of 8.1%. However, for precious metals, there are certain exemptions. Hmm. Interesting. You know who I think would know? something about that dr kirk, dr. kirk elliott yes very good guys very good he's coming back on the show on a regular basis because we'll yeah, get to we, ask we need to have him back on a regular basis that's um, for sure i'm not gonna be able to walk tomorrow just like that right now yeah <laughs> he, he crushed just, himself oh i just moved my legs what did you do full body yeah i went to the gym and thought i was like 22 again <laughs> that's what you, you always do, dude. That's literally what you I know. Do. Now I won't go to the gym for another two months and then yeah. I go back and go hard. <laughs> the same exact thing, but a little bit harder. And blow then out, blow out everything. Like you blow out yeah. your pack and fucking your shoulder and you're fucking broken. It's <laughs> Tell Dr. Rob's going to have to come in and. Well, I think we should all go to Disney and just ask everybody why they are gay. Like literally, we should, wear, we should wear a mask while we, we do that. We should walk up to Disney, every Disney employee, and just like, "Why are you gay?" Everybody, mm-hmm. you can't say gay. It doesn't get me how, happy. How much gay do you have? How much gay? Well, no, it's 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 really wild because that's not even the bill, and and, and it's so funny that there's no. Saying, it's like it's like first, second, or third graders, right? Oh, it's an anti-grooming it bill. It's an anti-grooming bill. It has nothing to do with not saying gay. No, no. Has, oh, it, no, you should be teaching a fucking child. I was thinking a lot about this, and we should get rid of childhood completely. Oh, just, no more childhood at all. I mean, they should pick their sexuality oh, right out the womb. Like, and, oh, they, they, and they get do. them to recognize their privilege right out Wait, the womb. You want to give them? No, you should give them an hour or two. You paint no, yeah, that. Wait a second. How do we figure this out? When the baby comes out of the womb, you spank the baby, right? You give the doctor, the doctor gives the baby a good old spank, cuts the umbilical cord. Do you take the blood from the umbilical cord, put it on the baby's hand, and like put put a sign up that says gender that you choose, and like male, female, other, undecided, and then the baby slaps that. Like, you just, is that how we do it? Is that how? Is that we how we're gonna pull process, this off? Yeah. We gotta, let's get the logistics here. We gotta figure this out for these people. They're not genders the don't exist, James. But in the first place, they were saying that they weren't talking to these kids about these types of, you know, subjects. And then you know they have this material that's like pornographic. Oh, it's yep. wild. Yeah, it's crazy. and and they're freaking kids, man. Let the Listen, kids be kids. And then, like, what's going to happen in fourth grade? They're just going to get bombarded with with this shit that's built up over the last few years that they weren't able but to. You, but you know what? I don't even know how how to get to the governor. Hey, like these parents. These parents see that homework. She they have to. 
I, yeah, and, but the and, crazy and, part and, is and sometimes these teachers have pacts with these students where they're not yes. supposed to talk about it. They're do, they don't but take even, the but, homework home. They they're like a, a but, drug dealer. And also, no, I, I also blame the teacher too. Like you, of as course. a teacher, you're going to teach that subject, and not if you if you don't teach it, but you know someone else teaching that shit. Well, think about, think about it. I know, I know someone in New Jersey who teaches that's, that. That's, it's it's a perfect storm who though. Teaches it's it. Perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect. It's a She's perfect. A teacher. She says she has no choice. It's what? a perfect no. fucking. Nope. Storm. Always a choice. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a perfect fucking storm though, because to get become a teacher, you need a degree. You need a master's degree today. So you're not just getting your four year degree. You're getting an extra. Two no, I know a lot of teachers that have a master's degree. But there are a lot, but. Yeah, it's still right, a, right. a lot go of a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Either way, you need a bachelor. Either way, you're going to four years of school. A lot of what if you what if you work in a private education association? Mm. That's different. You don't need nothing. Let's let's be let's 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 be real here. I'm talking about the teachers that we're talking about right now. This is yeah. like, I'm not right. talking about anything else. Just the teachers that really we're in school and private school today. They go to pub. They go to a college. They get into college. It's a massive indoctrination center. They go in one way. They, leave, they come home a totally different person. How many parents have told this story? Liberals of TikTok, yeah. they have a great channel, and they put all of these teachers that are on. They go on TikTok, and they're like, yeah, I have a gay flag in my classroom, and I teach all these kids about sexuality. And they're open about it. And what did you expect to happen? All these teachers go to school. They get taught how to teach, and they're turned in these super liberal fucking – indoctrination mas machines what do you think that they're teaching the teachers oh they're yeah, the they, these, cycle they just repeats yeah they, they're in college is a giant indoctrination center so let's teach the teachers how to be in, in, in doctorates and fucking indoctrinate how, did, how do these kids go to school and not think it just themselves? got it got too far wild. and everyone let it get too far well, yeah, that's Every, exactly. Everyone was afraid to speak up when we had the opportunities, but everyone was like, "Ah, you know what? It was just a little bit. It was just what's what's that? Ah, it's just, it's so little." And then <laughs> after 25, 30 years or however long it's been, it comes to where there's like litter boxes in bathrooms for kids that identify as furries. Like let's let's, let's let's take it back. Let's take it back because remember, and how far? And End of the day, at the end of the day, I can give two shit what you do with your personal life. If you if you want to, if you're gay and you you want to marry a man, I don't fucking care. If you you want to be a man and you want to turn yourself in, I don't fucking care. Go do you just stop indoctrinating the kids. But if we go back, remember their whole argument for gay marriage was, oh, we just we just want gay that marriage. Was, you're right. No, no, you're right. That's what that's what broke that norm. Yep. And just, I I remember having those conversations back then. With yes, I agree that. Two dudes or two women, if they want to be together, like I have, I have no problem with that. But once this happens, it opened like, up. There's no limit. Back. Yeah, that's now, it. Literally, Chilled, now you, you could have a marriage with a child or a fucking light bulb or. Now, or yeah, but when you say there's litter boxes in school, like you're not joking, dude. No, I'm not joking. It's 100 serious. Yeah, parents are asking for litter the boxes for their children who are identifying as furries. Like it went from, I just want to ma get, get married to the person I love to litter boxes in schools. Hold and on. Those people you, you, were used as pawns. Yeah, no, the people, the people who wanted to get married. Yeah. They were used I, as pawns. Yeah. Because they legit, it's They're not them. People. This is not them. Oh, for sure. It's not yes. them at all. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it, it, this is it, the politicians it, who exploited them. Yes. Yes. Yes, and and now they're pushing this agenda, and yeah. it's it's on purpose. Like even my mother, even my mother, is like James. I don't fucking understand 
why there's gay people and transgender people in every single show. Like no matter what, every show it's there. And they're only one percent of the population. SpongeBob's gay, everybody's gay. Gary, it's fucking crazy. Max it's, confusion. Max confusion for control. kids. Kids need to be kids, and I, and I'll draw the line in the sand with heterosexual with with straight sex. Like no, do, they they shouldn't be exposed to sex at at, at all. all. At all. Like I, I I like I'll never forget being unless kids. it's the parent like the parents make a decision. An, you know we that's grew up in an era. We grew up in a time where where porn was not as accessible as as it is today. It, it, it was not. You you no, but it was still glorified. It was because I'll never forget. I'll never forget on my cable box sitting there as a as a you know ten years old trying to get a fuzzy nipple. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's, and you're you like, come to my place. We watch Spice. It's blurry, but yeah. it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget it. I'll never forget sitting with my fucking old turned dial TV and my fucking button box. It was like literally one of the first ever color TVs that I got from my grandfather at a box. Yeah. I'll never forget sitting on the edge of my bed trying to watch and get a fucking uh, a, a, a fuzzy nipple. We used to watch UFC that way. I know. And and that's what it was because, like, yeah. it's just human yeah, nature. Now you could just, like, at, it's human at nature. The- as, especially as a kid going through puberty, like 10 to, to 13 years old, you're like, fuck, I, 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 like, let's fucking, I need to find a nipple. And you know, really think about it. You couldn't yeah. find it. Like I remember my yeah. father's office at his office, they had a stack of pornos, like Playboys and penthouses in the bathroom. And I used to steal them and take them home when I was a kid. You got it. But it, it, you, you, now you just go online. I'm 18 years old. I'm fucking 18. I'm 18. Yeah, they don't fucking know the difference. How do they verify that you're, that you're 18? Oh, it's just a yeah. fucking warning sign. And I could watch literally any porn that I want to fucking watch in the world. And we had LimeWire to get it when we were kids. That was when it started to get porn. And you fucking had to destroy your family computer and load it with every porn known to man and get every virus there is just to get one video. And (laughs) now it's literally at the the tip of your fingers. It's everywhere. Like you can go on Twitter right now and Twitter. You can go on Twitch, actually. There's porn on Twitch. We're not on Twitch, but no. not that dangerous conspiracy stuff. Not us QAnon people, not us fucking QAnon people. We're not allowed to be on Twitch. It's fucking out of control. I don't fucking get it. But we might have a very special surprise for you guys next week. It's very possible. It's up in the air still, but it's very possible. Um, we'll see. Stay tuned. You guys will know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But uh, we have another live episode next Tuesday. Uh, we have Josh Reed from Red Pill TV, our Foxhole listeners. He's a very big Foxhole channel. You guys probably listen to his show all the time. Nice, great dude. We're gonna go into the occult. We're gonna get into some Q stuff. We're gonna we're gonna dive deep down some rabbit holes with uh, with my man Josh. We're very excited to have him on. He's uh, actually taking off from his show to come join us. Beautiful. I'll bring. Um, I'll bust out my Freemason book. See what he thinks. Oh yeah, he'd love he'd love to have uh, to talk yeah. about it. Uh, he's very knowledgeable about about Freemasonry and the occult. He's it's insane how much knowledge this guy has. Um, so I'm excited to have him on next week. So check out that episode. Uh, we'll be live 8:30 Eastern every Tuesday uh, on Rumble, CloudHub, Foxhole, Facebook, Twitter, D Live, and of course the Patriot Podcast Network exclusively on Roku. So if you have a Roku, go download the Patriot Podcast Network. It's a ton of great shows, including us. 
uh, and a ton of other great shows. Josh is actually on there. Natalie Denise, uh, Steaks for Breakfast, White Hat, uh, White Rabbit Podcast um, with Catalyst Jones, Sergeant Samurai. So many great shows. Big time. Big great slide. Big time. Uh, but we're it on. The great, it is a great closing. It's fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, I'm professional, Nick. I'm yeah. Fucking- yeah. This is flowing. Every time when I'm stoned, when I watch you, I'm so impressed. <laughs> Why are you gay? So appreciate that, Nick. All the hard work is paying off. Um, but we will be back next week with another great episode with Josh Reed. Shout out to our sponsor, Sirius CBD. Go to SiriusCBD.com. Uh, pick up some BioPro as well. They're no longer a sponsor, but I just want to shout them out. Shout them out. They're fucking amazing. Uh, they, I absolutely love that product, and I'm going to continue to take it, even though they're no longer a sponsor of the show. They're t- they may be back next week, but they're not sponsoring us this month. Um, next month, they might sponsor us. They're building a whole new sponsorship program with uh, analytics and shit uh, so they can really see what's going on. But shout out to them out. Go to bioproteintech.com. Put in code WEEDPEOPLE for 30, $30 off your order. That's still live. Um, it's such an amazing product. I have to shout them out again. I abs- absolutely love the product. Uh it's been one of the greatest, greatest things that I've been uh, using in the most recent. You know what else is great? Giving my life back. What? Trash creams. Yeah. Great. It's fantastic. Dude, my sinuses so, have been like killing me the last few weeks, and that has been my savior. Has it really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Put it all over. The uh, the Kush creams is fucking amazing. Um, where's my fucking one? So go to kushcreams.com. Put in code WPRUSA for fifteen percent off. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, Kush creams is at. I actually, no, I actually, I it was my nephew's birthday uh, on Sunday when we went out. He had a football party, so we were out in the sun in Las Vegas, and my mm-hmm. neck got so fucking burnt, like I'm the color of the red of our banner at the bottom. I put literally, <laughs> literally put just natural sensi you on my. It. And it was healed. No, no peeling, no burning. It, it was um, unbelievable. The natural sensi is my go-to for for sunburn. No longer use aloe. It's amazing. Natural sensi. Uh, go to kushcreams.com, code wprusa.com, or code wprusa for fifteen percent off. Go to wprusa.com. Support us as well. We really appreciate everybody. Until next time, we won. We go on. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. 
The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love.
I'm doing this for the people and for the movement. And we will take back this country for you. And we will make America great again. You can't handle the truth.